1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. What a wonderful morning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Money Wise. Ray Lance, being with you every Sunday morning at this time is such a pleasure. And I'll tell you why. You do so much good for so many people and... I love USA Wealth Group. Two very good reasons. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Phil. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to us every Sunday morning. MoneyWise is brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. We are located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And the road construction is almost done. We can see an end in sight. Come visit us. Give us a call. We've got a lot of good things to share with you. You can reach us, by the way, at 508-998-8858, or you can visit our website at usawealthgroup.com. So thank you for joining us this morning. And, Phil, today we have two wonderful guests with us. We're going to be talking about Medicare and how to get into the correct Part D programs. Yes. And it's a little bit complicated subject, but... Ladies and gentlemen, if you are 65 or you have somebody in your family who is about to reach 65, Medicare is very, very important to you. Uh, we might even talk a little bit today, Phil, about some of the politics behind Medicare because we're going to find out shortly that Congress needs to take some action or yes. we're going to have lots and lots of seniors possibly without health insurance. I'm sure they will. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on Social Security, if you've reached the age of 65 or you're coming up on age 65, you have to make some really important decisions about signing up for Medicare. And then you get into the confusing things of what pieces of Medicare do I need? Do I need parts A and B? Should I sign up for part D, which is prescriptions? There's so much to learn Hopefully, we're going to take some of the mystery out of Medicare for you today. So stay tuned and uh, fasten on your seatbelts. We've got a lot to share with you. Our special guests this morning are Pamela Amaral Lima. Do you normally say Amaral Lima most of the time? Yes, I do. Okay. So that's going to be a mouthful for me, but I'm going to keep <laughs> trying to do that. Pamela is Administrative Assistant for the Council on Aging for the City of New Bedford. And joining her as well is Jamara Natal, who's an outreach worker and SHINE counselor. Welcome, Jamara. Thank you for having us. And we're going to talk with these very talented ladies this morning, uh, all of you folks listening to us today, because you need to know what a SHINE counselor is. So I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to ask you, uh, Pamela, or I'll put you both on the spot. Okay. Give me a definition of what SHINE stands for. Uh, SHINE stands for serving um, health care needs for everyone. In this case, we do focus on the elders, the seniors in our community. Okay. So SHINE counselors are very important. Uh, we refer people from our office all the time to SHINE counselors. Because one of the things a SHINE counselor can do, for example, is sit down with you. They're very trained people. They have to go through a special training program. And what they can do is they can help you evaluate which of the supplemental insurance programs that you might want to sign up for. This is the time of year. We're coming up on the open enrollment program, which is a little bit different. But if you're signing up for Medicare for the first time, which you do at the age of 65, 
you might want to be interested in having the Part D coverage, which is for prescriptions, or a supplemental private insurance plan that's going to supplement what Medicare provides. Because Medicare doesn't provide everything, does it, Pamela? Uh, no, there are gaps. Um, Medicare A covers um, ho- the hospital part of it, and Medicare B covers um, outpatient services. So there is a 20% gap there in Medicare Part B, which the supplement plans do help to um, work with. So the most important message we have about Medicare is very simple. When you do sign up for Medicare, it's not going to cover all of your health insurance needs. Mm -hmm. And don't think that it does. So most people will have a supplement plan. I have one, for example, with Tufts. And I believe it costs me like $140, $147 a month, something like that. And that covers all the gaps that Medicare does not cover. And then you need to think about Part D, which is the prescription drug coverage. But, boy, it gets really confusing. If you walk into any pharmacy any time of the year, they have brochures and placards and posters and things talking about, why don't you sign up for our coverages, for example. And um, so one of the things that certified shine counselors can do is they can say, here's your options. Here's what Tufts provides. Here's what Blue Cross provides. Here's what the costs are. And then you can make a decision based on costs and deductibles and so forth and decide which is the best program for you. And, Ray, in years past, Pamela has been so helpful to me personally. Great. I can personally recommend that you're going to get the very best service, and I mean that. She's a dedicated soul. Both are. Thank well, you, Phil. I appreciate that's that. That's wonderful Absolutely. to hear. I've known him for years. Uh, Phil is always genuine in his praise, by the way. When he has worked with somebody that does a good job, uh, he's the first person to tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, uh, where are you physically located, Pamela? Where's your office located? We are physically located at 181 Hillman Street, building number 9 in Great New Bedford. Okay. And how would you describe a location? Where is that near? Is that near it's County the, Street? Um, near the old vocational. Yes, the old vocational high school yeah, right. on the okay. corner of Hillman and Ash. All right. Good. Okay. And how many people do you have working there, roughly? Between the coordinators, administrative staff, um, the drivers, our travel coordinator, around 20 to 22 individuals. All right. But this is actually an agency of the city of New Bedford, correct? Yes, sir. And so you're funded. You're a city employee, a municipal employee? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we are partially funded through the city of New Bedford, and we we are funded by several grants. Okay. And, uh, Jamara, do you work there also in the same location? Yes, I do. Now, what does it mean, Jamara, uh, talking with Jamara Natal, what does it mean to be an outreach worker? I mean, I know what a shine counselor is. Yes. So I look for programs that are available to the elderly. I look for programs that are available to the elderly that don't have to do with Medicare. So, for instance, SNAP benefits, which people used to call the food stamps. Okay. Pays fuel assistance. We also have a program for ARAW, which is for aged women. Okay. So the SNAP program is what used to be called the food stamps program. Correct. And... Do you, do you require that people make an appointment to go see you, 
Yes, I do book up very fast. Okay. And if somebody wants to make an appointment because they're interested in the SNAP program or they're interested in uh, looking into Medicare benefits, for example, um, how would they reach you? What number would they call? They can call my direct line. It's 508-991-6252. Okay. We're going to repeat that number during the course of this show. So we've talked about the location. Uh, You're at 181 Hillman Street, building number 9. Your normal hours of operation are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I suppose somebody could just walk in if they wanted to get brochures and pamphlets, and they could make an appointment when they walked in, I suppose. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I know you folks do lots and lots of things, and we're going to talk about them. Let's come back to Medicare Part A and Part B for a minute because there's a huge amount of information And it's really kind of a confusing subject for most people. Um, The most important thing to tell everyone listening is that when you're 65 years old, you absolutely need to sign up for Medicare benefits. This is a federally funded program, and you can sign up a few months ahead of time, and you've got a sort of a narrow gap of a few months after you reach the age of 65. Mm -hmm. But don't miss signing up. And um, there's a couple of really important things to tell you. I'm doing this from memory. That, number one, you do not have to apply for Social Security in order to sign up for Medicare benefits. A lot of people are confusing uh, or find it confusing when they go to sign up for Medicare. They say, well, if I'm going to sign up for Medicare, the first thing I have to do is start my Social Security. That's not correct. They're totally different programs. So, for example, you could start Social Security at age 62, but um, you could take it at 65, you could take it at 66 or 67, or you can delay taking benefits and defer benefits all the way up to age 70 for Social Security. And don't assume that if you're going to delay benefits to age 70, that means you don't have to sign up for Medicare. So it's a critical uh, mistake. Fortunately, most people hear this often enough, and we try to do this program at least once a year to talk about Medicare because it is so very, very important. But here's what happens at age 65. You must sign up for the government health insurance program. And for many, many people, uh, this is going to be less costly than your own private health insurance might have been. So most people absolutely want to sign up at age 65 for Medicare. But if you don't do it, and if you let this several-month period afterwards go by, then you're going to be penalized. Because what happens is when you do get around to signing up for Medicare, let's say you wait until age 66 or 67, and you say, whoops, I need to apply for Medicare. Now you're going to be penalized because it's going to cost you more money for Medicare insurance, and it's going to cost you more money for the rest of your life. There's no going back on it. So don't make that mistake. When you're 65, start looking at it a few months ahead of time. And because it is confusing, get some help. Go talk to uh, Pamela, uh, who's the administrative specialist at the Council on Aging. Um, And they're at 181 Hillman Street, Building 9 in New Bedford. And folks listening can also go to their own city and town, can't they, Pamela? Yes, the nearby towns have volunteers um, who donate their time to help seniors with this very um, complicated situation. 
So um, if you live in the town of Dartmouth, I recommend that you go to the Dartmouth COA. If you live in the town of Cushnet, go to the Cushnet COA. And likewise for Fayhaven and any nearby um, towns and cities. And Fall River or any place else where you might be listening. So it's really important to start out with your own local city or town first, isn't it? Uh, yes, I will say we have helped out um, different neighboring towns because they have been in transition of mm-hmm. um, shine coordinators, and it is extensive training. It's a two-month course, and they have limited slots. So sometimes someone will leave for a certain reason, and there's a vacancy there. So we have helped out neighboring towns. But with a population of close to 19,000 seniors, you can imagine how busy we do get during open enrollment. So, so. let's... Let's stress that once again, that even though we're talking about the New Bedford Council on Aging on Hillman Street, it really is intended to be primarily for New Bedford City residents. Yes, sir. And Dartmouth, Fairhaven, Cushion, and all the local towns have their own Council on Aging office, and that's where you should start. I do want to mention also that we don't help people sign up for Medicare. It's not what I do at Uh, USA Wealth Group, but we've got a lot of really useful information. So we've got something called Medicare for Individuals 65 Plus. It's a a quick reference guide. It tells you um, premiums. It tells you information about deductibles. It tells you what Part A, Part B, and Part D do. Um, And we're going to talk about that a little bit and explain some of the benefits. So this is a free piece of information. On the back side, there's information about the Affordable Care Act. You know, it's estimated that um, a typical couple in retirement, let's say they're 65 and all the way up until the time that they pass away, they're going to spend um, close to $200,000 in uninsured medical cost or the cost for paying for premiums. So it's a big ticket item, and you want to get it right. You don't want to make mistakes when it comes to Medicare. So let's talk just really quickly about Medicare Part A and Part B. And again, I've got lots of good information. We're happy to provide. Uh, if somebody would like information, uh, we have subscription services that we belong to that they're updated literally every week. Um, one is called Advices. We pay money for that. And I can print out a detailed report, for example, on Medicare Parts A and Part B. So Medicare Part A is called Hospital Insurance. And typically, it will cover hospitalization in a semi-private room, uh, post-hospital skilled nursing facility care. That's skilled care only. It's distinct from custodial care. So if you're there just for custodial care, it's not covered. Uh, It'll cover some home health care, and it'll cover some hospice care. And the benefit has – there's a really detailed chart. I'm not going to go through it on the radio because nobody would possibly remember it. But it tells you how much per day is covered, what costs are covered. Um, I'll give you one example. Hospitalization, Medicare will pay all the covered costs for the first 60 days, except for the first $1,288. So even with that one sentence, you can immediately realize how complicated it is. And the fact is it doesn't cover everything. That's why we get into supplemental care. So pay attention to health insurance. Um, Medicare Part B uh, covers uh, doctor's bills, uh, inpatient, outpatient medical services. Again, some uh, home health care and some outpatient hospital. And also covers uh, certain kinds of 
um, blood transfusions if you need to have a blood transfusion. And again, there are some deductibles. And it gets to be really kind of screwball. You can't remember this stuff. You have to have a, a chart in front of you to look at it. So Medicare, uh, when we talk about traditional Medicare, uh, Jamara and Pamela, we're talking pretty much Part A and Part B for most people. But then people really get to take more prescription drugs when they get older, don't they? Yes. And when we do that, uh, it's pretty expensive, isn't it? It can be extremely expensive, especially the insulins and certain um, muscle relaxers and antidepressants. Yeah, it can be quite costly. And if you happen to have uh, a person who might have four or five or six or eight prescriptions, if you don't have coverage for that, uh, you can spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month on just medicines. Yes, that um, we have many seniors who fall into that category who do not have a drug plan, and they come in and they've dwindled, they've gone through all of their savings, and now they're in a dire situation. And we tried to help them as best as we could um, at that certain time. And so, one of the important starting points on this ought to be uh, when you sign up for Medicare Part A and Part B. Uh, do you normally recommend people also sign up for Part D, which is uh, prescription drug coverage? Um, yes, because if not, they will f- be penalized as well as if they don't sign up for Part B. So we try to, and if someone is new to Medicare, whether they're turning 65 or they're disabled and after 24 months they've received Medicare, we try to get them a supplement plan and also a drug plan all in that one session. All right, so let me just sort of recap that if I can. When you sign up for Medicare, and if you do it with um, Council on Aging, for example, and you're getting proper guidance from a a SHINE counselor, and you're both SHINE counselors, you're both approved as SHINE counselors, you're going to sign up for Medicare Part A and Part B, which is hospital and doctor bills. Then typically you're going to sign up for Part D, which is prescriptions. And then you ought to be looking at and signing up for a supplement plan as well. Yes. Yes. So it really is confusing, and I suspect... Uh, A lot of people know this who are listening today, but a lot of people are going to find this confusing. So the only way to cover this adequately is to get some professional help. I will tell you that I am not a shine counselor, and I don't wish to become a shine counselor because I've got too many tax laws and things that I'd like to study. (laughs) And uh, you can only do so many things, can't you? But um, we're talking with uh, Jamara Natal, who's an outreach worker and does a lot of work with the SNAP program and with elders, and with uh, Pamela Amaral-Lima, who's the administrative specialist at the Council on Aging. And you're located at 181 Hillman Street, New Bedford, Building 9. Now, do you ever do programs where you're sort of reaching out to seniors to help them explain these things, other than you know being on the radio show, for example, with MoneyWise? Um, we have many presentations at the various senior centers in New Bedford. Um, Jamara will reach out to the high-rises in the city where primarily um, many seniors live, and she'll do a, a half hour to an hour presentation to just let them know about the different services that we offer. And also Mary Bessie and Tracy Benson, who are the regional um, and. Mary's the regional coordinator for the SHINE program, and Tracy's her assistant, will come out to the senior centers and really give an extensive um, 101 training on Medicare and the supplemental plans and the SHINE program. And do you publicize those things when you do them? 
Yes, they are either located in Senior Scope or in our monthly newsletter, The Young and the Rest of Us. The Young and the Rest of Us. Well, I don't know about you, Phil. Which are you? Are you the young or are you the rest of us? I'm all of it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I fall into the rest of us category myself. (laughs) Well, uh, I want to give you a quick quotation. Um, We know that Medicare is set to go bankrupt in 2024 with no action. And Social Security is set to be insolvent by 2037. So this is a political issue, isn't it? It really very much is a political issue. Congress, uh, we're we're in a funny situation right now where we have no Social Security increase this particular year. And um, yet Medicare premiums are scheduled to go up a bit, aren't they? Do you have any information on what we might expect for increase in Medicare premiums? So the Medicare Part D premiums are scheduled to go up at least 20% from their average prices right now. Okay, 20% is a fairly big jump. And by the way, if you sign up for Medicare um, for health uh, insurance purposes, before you take Social Security, you'll get an invoice and you pay a regular invoice and you just write a regular check for it or you can have it taken out of your checking account. Once you actually take on Social Security as well, then the cost for the Medicare insurance will be deducted automatically from your Social Security check. Government likes to get paid. But right now it is a fact in this country that uh, the Medicare program is seriously in uh, financial difficulty. And I'm not trying to panic anybody listening today. Medicare is projected right now to run out of money in 2024. That's eight years from now. And what we need to have in this country, unfortunately, is some political courage on the part of Congress to really tackle this and figure out how they're going to pay for it and and um, make sure there's going to be enough money to pay for it. And I think that will happen. But what Congress often does is they do brinksmanship. They wait until the very last minute. Then they have to do something. Then it becomes panic. And then they want to look like heroes. So we need some political courage in this country for people to uh, – Press their congressmen and have congressmen take action because it's not the president that's going to do this. It's going to be Congress that will do it. Well, um, can I give you a quote, Phil, from Kinky Friedman? Kinky? Kinky Friedman. I'm too young for Medicare and too old for women to care. (laughs) Does that sound like Kinky Friedman? (laughs) I love it. Well, let's come back to our topic. We're talking this morning about the subject of Medicare. We're going to talk about some interesting new programs uh, shortly. Um, We're going to hold this until right after the break and talk about some things that are happening at the Council on Aging, Uh, the first adult social daycare program and things of that nature. But we are talking this morning with Pamela Amaral Lima, who's the Administrative Specialist at the Council on Aging in New Bedford, and with her also is Jamara Natal, our outreach worker. Are you the only outreach worker? No. Now, I heard something interesting that you cover the high rises. So does somebody else cover the low rises? No. <laughs> no? All right, just checking. But we The do... low rises would be um, Deborah and myself because we are petrified of elevators. Okay. <laughs> so we cover those. <laughs> so the truth comes out. Yeah. Yes. Now we understand. <laughs> Well, um, I don't really have any concern that long range uh, we're going to run out of money in Medicare. I I think that 
Congress could not afford to have that happen. We would, we would put so many people in serious financial jeopardy if we didn't have this very important uh, financial program funded. It's just that they always like to leave us uh, on the brink of things, don't we? Um, let me ask you about the Council on Aging in general. I know it was established um, back in 1969 uh, by city ordinance. Do you know what happened in 1969? I was in the city solicitor's office as an assistant city solicitor. Mm -hmm. So that goes back a long ways, doesn't it? That sort of dates me. I was uh, practicing law at that point in time, and, and I had a lot of fun. I was not involved in that particular program. Let me think of the date. Actually, it was 1970 that I went in the city solicitor's office. But I know you do other kinds of things at the Council on Aging. You operate a number of senior centers, don't you, in different locations? Yes. Currently, we have three senior centers, um, Ashley Park, located in the south end of New Bedford, Buttonwood Park, which is centralized at beautiful Buttonwood Park near the Duck Pond, and Hazelwood Park, which is also located in the south end. Is there still a downtown one? Downtown? Um, no, that closed about a year and a half ago. So you've got Ashley, you've got Buttonwood, and Hazelwood? Yes. Did you say? Okay. So three different locations where seniors can do activities. And um, we're going to talk about what some of the things that people can do because I think, like my mother used to say, I don't want to go to a senior center and be with all those old people. <laughs> I have to say um, the senior centers really have – the younger seniors, um, the seniors who aren't ready to just, and I'm not critiquing it, just sit at home and listen, watch TV or listen to the radio. Um, they're out and about. Uh, no offense, Phil, sorry. Um, <laughs> they're out and about exercising. I'll tell you, the most popular services that we offer at the senior centers are our exercise classes, which we have five days a week at all of the senior centers. And they are out there and they can move better. I can at least say for myself, I don't know, for Jamara, she's in pretty good shape. And um, they're having the time of their lives, and we also offer health and wellness programs, and we want to inform seniors about um, different aspects of aging and how to age with knowledge and being prepared for those unfortunate things that can happen. But it's usually an uplifting experience, and we really try um, to offer whatever they need. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and come right back, and we're going to talk about the adult social daycare program and some other exciting things that you're doing. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. We will do a little editing for this program afterwards. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we're having a great time in the studio today, aren't we, Jamara and yes. Pamela and Phil? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Phil's cavorting around the studio as he usually does. Pamela's trying to figure out how to say nice things about the radio and not just the television. So we're having a few laughs here. I enjoy listening to talk radio, driving to work. I do, too. I listen to you. I listen to Brian. I listen to um, Barry and Howie Carr, too. Thank you so much. And may I give a, a second plug for Shine because Pamela does such a great job. Uh, and I know you do, too. Very, very good. Uh, the full name, your full name is Jam Jamara. Jamara. Yes. Jamara. But I can attest that uh, Pamela has done such a great job over the past years with uh, Deb and everyone at, uh, at the council. And I'm very, very, very pleased to just 
put the word out there that they can trust you. Yes, they can. And I will attest to Jamara's abilities. When I met her, I knew she was um, the right young lady for the job. She's really taken on shine and a liking to helping seniors. And I'll tell you, with myself and Debbie, we're so busy doing other things, administrative yeah. duties, that when people leave Jamara's um, office, they have such a sense of relief. I can just see in their face. So I can attest to Jamara, you are in good hands, whether you're in Jamara's hands, my hands, or Deborah's. Jamara's our, our new friend. Yeah, there we go. Well, we're, we're pleased this morning to be uh, speaking with Pamela Amaralima, who's the administrative assistant, excuse me, administrative specialist mm-hmm. for the Council on Aging, as well as Jamara Natal, who's an outreach worker. And they're both certified SHINE counselors. It is so important. Uh, let me give you a little quotation. It doesn't matter who wrote this one, but uh, today Medicare provides health insurance to about 40 million seniors and disabled individuals each year. So it's not just seniors, it's also people on disability. The number is only expected to grow as the baby boomers begin retiring, and we're in the middle of that right now. So that's one of the reasons it's projected to run out of money in 2024 is the fact that it costs the government a lot of money, but people can't survive without Medicare. So the important tip for today is to make sure you do sign up um, when you reach the age of 65. Don't put it off. And um, so let's come back and talk about your new program called the Adult Social Daycare Program. And did that begin just this summer, I believe, didn't it? Uh, Yes, our grand opening was July 11th. And what do you do? What does it do? The social program is a new um, program offered from the city of New Bedford. It's located at 1997 Akushna Ave, formerly known as the Brooklawn Senior Center. Um, It's just a smaller scale of individualized care versus the senior center. We offer um, trained, caring, and devoted professional staffs um, with meaningful activities. So we tailor it to the likes and the strengths of the seniors. And I know you have a brochure on this as as well. If somebody is interested uh, they could call your office and you could mail them a brochure, perhaps? Yes, or they can meet with Deborah and myself and we'll discuss the program with them and um, just go through the process of admission. And what number would they call if they wanted to uh, ask for one of these brochures to be mailed to them, for example? Um, they can call the main office at 508-991-6250. I'm going to ask a question, but I, I don't know the answer. I don't usually like to do that. Do you have a website also? Um, yes, you can uh, just look at um, the City of New Bedford's website and just click on Community Services, and then Council on Aging will show up. Okay, good. So um, the Adult Social Daycare Program, um, are there like activities that people can do? Are there games? Are there events? Are there? Yes, there. It's a scheduled activity. We have um, activities running from nine to two thirty every day. Eight thirty, they usually come in and have a continental breakfast, and just talk about the morning. And then starting at nine, there is a structured schedule. And I guess this could also be very helpful if you had uh, adult children, for example, who are working, but they also felt pressure because they felt they needed to take care of a senior parent. So this could be an alternative to bring a senior parent uh, and have them in a safe environment, have them have stimulation and some things to do, and would now allow the children to be able to work, for example. Yes, many of um, the end of participants, their family 
have said this is such a great relief because they're able to not worry during the day and know that their parents or their loved one's husband or wife is taken care of. And do you have any sense of um, how many people are currently using the services of the adult daycare program? Yes, we're close to 10, around 9. Okay. And um, this is something you expect will continue to grow, obviously, as well. Oh, greatly. I think we're doing fairly well since we just opened um, July 11th. And we expect by um, next June to have around 20 to 25, if not 30, at our capacity. Okay. And then what happens then? Do you get more funding to go open up another location? That would be a dream of ours, but we'll hit that road when we get there. (laughs) All right. Well, let's come back and talk about something called the... um, The regular enrollment period, if you're brand new to Medicare and you haven't signed up at all for it, you can do that at any time of the year. And ideally, you want to do it just before you turn 65 or immediately afterwards. And you don't want to miss those very important deadlines. What happens if you're already receiving Medicare assistance? I know there's something unique called the open enrollment period. So, Pamela, what does the open enrollment period mean? Open enrollment period is a good time for individuals to look over their current situation, um, financial situation and the current medication situation and their current health situation. We encompass all of these aspects to see do they need to jump from a core plan to a supplemental one plan to fill in those gaps a little bit more with Part B, or do they need to... um, get a better drug plan in a sense where it's less deductibles and a lower copay and maybe a little bit more a month premium wise but less every month at the pharmacy. Okay. So I want to get some very specific information out to our folks who are listening today. I do want to remind you that you're listening to USA Wealth Group's Money Wise brought to you on WBSM 1420 AM every Sunday morning, right after the 8 o'clock in the morning news. And it's brought to you by uh, MoneyWise. And if you have questions that we can help answer, we've got a lot of free literature and information. We've got Medicare guides. We've got Social Security brochures, information on college funding, a lot of good information we can provide. And all you have to do is give us a call at 508-998-8858. So we're talking today about Medicare, and we're going to come back and again and talk a little bit more about open enrollment and why it's important to everyone who's actually receiving Medicare. But I have the actual dates and time periods for when you can apply initially for Medicare. Uh, During the seven-month period that begins three months before you turn 65, the month in which you turn 65, and then three months after the month in which you turn 65. So this is a total of a seven-month period. We always encourage people, if you're about to turn 65, sign up just before you turn 65. We think it's a better option. And um, also, if you're uh, eligible for Medicare because of disability, um, you can use those same time periods as well. But um, the open enrollment period is the time when you can re-examine your Medicare costs that you're paying. You can find out whether you might want to change to a different uh, supplemental provider. And we encourage people to take a look at it every single year. It doesn't cost you anything to look at it. You're going to see all the pharmacies get really 
very active now about trying to get you to switch over to their proprietary plan. So every time you go into a pharmacy now, uh, you're going to see these posters and brochures about why you should switch your plan. But it's confusing. So uh, do you see a fair number of people who come in and say it's open enrollment time and I'd just like to know if I have a better option or I should switch options. Do you see a lot of people that do that? Yes, Jamara? I do. Okay. I'm already actually scheduling appointments for open enrollment because people have called. Oh, that's good to know. Yes. And um, Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, uh, why would you want to do this every year? Well, this is a really good reason. You might save some money. Absolutely. You might have better coverage. The numbers change every year. The coverages change every year. The deductibles change every year. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to surprise? You don't do anything, and you go in in December or January, and you find out, whoops, your deductible has changed. It's now going to cost you more money on deductibles. Yeah. Well, you would know that if you went during the open enrollment period and got some proper advice from a shine counselor because mm-hmm. they can compare companies, programs, deductibles, costs, and if it's worthwhile to you, this is a monthly amount. If you can save some money every month by changing to a different company, then it's worth doing. You know, I want to just digress for one minute. Um, I want to mention something that's really related uh, in terms of costs for seniors, and that's the cost of long-term care insurance. Um, I don't know if you – you probably don't get into that as much. Uh, we do on the private side – especially, but what's happening is almost all the long-term care insurance premiums are doubling. Um, And I've seen it with John Hancock, for example. Um, John Hancock just announced that they're going to have a 36% increase in the cost of their monthly long-term care premium insurance, uh, the, the cost of the insurance. And they're going to implement half of it right away, 18% increase. How would you like to pay an 18% increase on a monthly insurance bill? That's, no, thanks. That's huge. Yeah. Then they're going to wait until next year, and they're going to implement the other 18%. And that's probably just the beginning, and other companies are doing the same thing. So anything that you can do to save money on the cost of your Medicare supplement insurance, take advantage of. And... What do you charge for your services, Jamar, to have somebody look at your uh, look at somebody's plans? They are completely free. All right, that's my favorite word. <laughs> but you accept chocolate chip cookies, oh, or, yes, right? Yes, that I do. <laughs> she gets specialized um, cupcakes from the bakery from a oh, few of her folks. Then <laughs> that works too. Yeah, they, they feed her well. <laughs> Jamara must do a great job then. Yeah. I try. Excellent. Good for you. Now, I don't know if you get involved in this or not, but do you get involved in talking to folks about the Affordable Care Act at all? Is that part of what you do? Okay. No, it's not. So that's a different thing. Well, um, just as a reminder, if somebody is interested in having one of our little Medicare guides, it's a a guide all in one page. On the back side of that is information about the Affordable Care Act. And... Um, I don't pretend to be an expert on on that subject either because I have Medicare and then I have a tough supplemental plan, so I'm not covered under the Affordable Care Act. But that's an area where there's a lot of confusion as well. So if you'd like information, give our office a call on that. Right. You know, you were mentioning these different programs. I'm wondering, um, either with uh, Jamara or 
Pamela. Do you offer Part B with prescription combined or something like a combination plan? We say we say in D as in David. Uh, that would be part C. C. The Medicare Advantage plans, the yes. replacement plans, where they wrap around Medicare Part B and they include the drug plan. And does that work out to be less expensive, or what? What's your experience? There, uh, I don't want to say one way or another, <clears throat> but there are a lot of gaps there with copays and deductibles. Yes, I see. This is the the beauty of uh, you know going to either Pamela or Jamara and getting all of the uh, the facts right up front. I don't want to segue, but really quickly, someone near and dear to me was um, had a pretty serious health crisis. I signed them up for the core plan, and I actually got health safety net with all the preliminary tests and afterwards. And the post office did not receive one bill. Wow. I even was able to get um, this person health safety net to avoid that twelve eighty eight deductible right. from Medicare Part A. So once he received that seventy thousand dollar breakdown, he was pretty grateful. Oh my gosh, that's a great story. That is yeah. a fabulous story. No, you're, you're, what you provide for people is very, very valuable, and you save people lots and lots of money. You bet. Let me and ask it's you, a free service. Let me ask you a question. I, I just want to get my mics straight. Um, Mike Pence is the gentleman who's running with Mr. Trump, isn't it? Yes, that's Correct? right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I have a quote from Mike Pence. <laughs> it's under the, under the subject of Medicare. I oppose the Medicare prescription drug entitlement. I oppose the Wall Street bailout. I oppose the stimulus bill. Mike Pence. <laughs> it's an actual quotation. No judgment. It just happens to be on my list of quotes. But I also have one from Al Franken, who used to be a great comedian. And now he's a very responsible uh, senator, United States senator. Um, and he said, if Republicans eliminate Medicare, America will become a country in which you can never retire. And once you physically can no longer work, you are desperately poor until you die. That's funny. That was a joke. <laughs> you think that was a joke? Oh, I, it should be. <laughs> well, it should I've be. interviewed him before, Al Franklin. Have you? Oh, he's a very bright man. He's very, very bright. Very liberal, though. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that, too. We know that. <laughs> um, well, gee, I've got quotations from Al Franken, Paul Ryan. Um, oh, Paul Ryan. Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan said, the greatest threat to Medicare is Obamacare, and we're going to stop it. So you can be on either side of the political spectrum on this, can't you, Phil? Oh, sure. It doesn't make any difference. Um, Well, I won't give any more political quotations today. (laughs) And we're not taking sides on the radio. No, we're not. Television is a different story. (laughs) Let's see, I've got John Sanudu, a lot of interesting people. Well, um, don't mess up Medicare is the bottom line of our discussion today. Apply for it on time. If you're already on Medicare, do yourself a big favor and visit a Shine counselor, and especially during the open enrollment period. So, Pamela, tell us the dates for this open enrollment period when you can make a switch and make a change. October 15th to December 7th, and Jamara actually gave birth last open enrollment start day, October 15th. So um, open enrollment has a special place in her her heart. There's a message there, isn't there, Jamara? There is. She avoided it last year. (laughs) (laughs) For good reason. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad to hear that. That's really exciting. Um, um, tell Tell us about some of the other things that you do at the Council on Aging. 
Uh, I know you have now the adult social daycare program, which I think is a valuable thing. We are extremely busy with the social day program and with offering the best services at the senior center. And also um, come in for Shine because Jamara or myself or Debbie, but especially Jamara, she will find you those subsidies like the Mass Health buy-in and the extra help with the drug plans and different ways to help you save close to $100 maybe a month if you're able to. Of course, assets come into consideration and monthly income. But we try to help the seniors in our city the best that we can. And whatever we can do for you, let us know, and we will try to serve you. So should I come in with my list of uh, prescriptions that I take, or what should I bring in? Bring in the bottles. That's what Jamara prefers. That's what we all prefer. Okay. All righty. Because sometimes the lists are not up to date. I have my shopping bag filled. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that makes good sense because sometimes people make mistakes and you want to see the actual prescription list, don't you? Yes, and it actually makes a difference as well if it's a capsule or a tablet and the dosage as well. Really? Yes, as well as the vial. So do they need two vials of insulin a month versus they write down only one? It does make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Phil, did you ever hear of uh, Golda Meir? Sure. She was the uh, prime minister or the president was. Of, was Israel. Of, of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she once said, old age is like flying a plane through a storm. Once you're aboard, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> so we're all going to get old sometimes. Not Celeste. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is beautiful. She, she is. I can vouch for that. But I, I have clients all the time who say, gee, it's so difficult getting old. There's so many problems. And I just look at them and I say, you know what? It's better than the alternative. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Pamela, how long have you been with the Council on Aging? Um, going on three and a half years now. And uh, do you like it? I love it. I actually look forward to going into work. I listen to Phil on the ride over. Um, and... I've worked with seniors for half my life since I, at the age of 16. Now I'm 32, and um, I love my life. I love the job, and I love my three children, and I love serving everyone in the community. She's a beautiful soul. Well, that's, you know, I didn't even want to – I just wanted to listen. I'm just enthralled as, yeah. as you're talking. Uh, Thank you. It's, it's a marvelous place to be, and it's it's marvelous to be able to help people. Yeah. And – I reminded people at a staff meeting a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, we're here to do good things for people and to help people. And that's that's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, I, I can speak for all of us. And um, I will say we all try to help. But Jamara is, is a great asset to our organization. And Debbie is a great leader. She's always looking for grants and services that need to be utilized. And from the transportation coordinator, Pat and Mike, to Jan, the travel coordinator, to all my coordinators, Jordan, Marisol, Karen, to all the drivers, um, volunteers, senior aides, we love you. We appreciate your hard work. I know the seniors love you. And um, that's why we're here. That's perfect. Perfect. That's that's super. What what a great testimonial to the people that you work with as well. Do you ever do annual reports to the mayor, to the city council? Do you get involved in that side of things? Um, We do. We have a monthly community services report under um, Cynthia Walquist, who's our department head, and we report the numbers that we serve, whether it's Shine, SNAP, senior services at the senior center, the adult social day. So the city council and the mayor are kept abreast on all the changes in the services we are providing. Mm. 
And it's so necessary today. We do have an aging population. Um, we have tend to have a lower income population uh, immediately in the city of New Bedford, and people need help. They need services. We need to be as attentive as we can to the needs of our seniors. Um, we need to revere and respect everything that they've taught us. Um, some cultures, like Japan, are very famous mm -hmm. for doing that. Uh, the Chinese are very famous for doing that. We don't do as good a job in this country as perhaps we should, and that's why we have to have these very special programs from the Council on Aging. So I'd like to um, basically close today by thanking Pamela Amaral-Lima, who's the Administrative Specialist at the Council on Aging, and Jamara Natal, who's the outreach worker, and they're both shine councils from the Council on Aging. And they both shine from within. They absolutely shine, I mean, and the services that you can get from the Council on Aging in your own town or in the city of New Bedford are very, very important. James Thurber, a famous writer in this country, once said, old age is the most unexpected of all the things that can happen to a man. <laughs> And one last quotation from Emily Dickinson, one of my favorite poets, said, Old age comes on suddenly and not gradually as is thought. So I'd like to conclude today by saying get some help. Pay attention to Medicare. Get your, if you're on Medicare, get your supplemental plans reviewed every year. You can save money or have better coverage. And go see the professionals that can help you at the Council on Aging if you happen to be a New Bedford resident. You can reach them at 508-991-6250. And as always, thank you so much for listening to MoneyWise Radio every week. And join us anytime you can on Sunday morning. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>